podcast universe this is gayish the podcast that may put the u and i in stupid but we still end up with a d <laughs> you can spell wordplay <laughs> letters i'm mike johnson i'm kyle getz and we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality and today we are going to talk about dreams dreams uh, the thing when you're sleeping the scene yeah someone asked on i posted about this on instagram and someone asked if it was like the goal or th- oh, of sleeping and uh, i said no no no. this is our favorite time of day that we're going to talk about dreams yeah 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 exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> it was goals <laughs> stupid <laughs> but first but first um it's not quite a correction but i did want to talk briefly about the fact that rami malik the is on the cover of the advocate huh they have named him their top... Uh, he's on the list of top entertainers of the year mm-hmm. because, at least according to this super gay magazine, <laughs> they didn't make a lot of judgments. In the article, they didn't make a lot of judgments about the movie, but they said that he was amazing, and mm-hmm. maybe we should cut him some slack. Um, we did get a lot of comments about... Um, like, shut your hole if you haven't seen the movie? Yeah, <laughs> which I will I'll just point out that... We talk about a lot of shit we've not done or seen. So, like, mm-hmm. I actually read a ton of articles. I would do Rami Malek. Ex- oh, for like- sure. <laughs> that was very important to interrupt my my mm-hmm. deep statement with. No, no, that's fair. He could he could take the homosexual out of me with his dick. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, we I read a ton of articles about it, and I will also say, like, I didn't think like I think it's uh, not as homophobic as it seemed on the surface because it did show the relationship, the problems that I have with it based on one of the critics that pointed it out is making HIV, the defining thing about him and the thing that brought everyone together. Mm -hmm. That's not true. And uh, making his gay relationship, the villain. Yeah. And that I don't think either of those are a good reflection of his life. So I stand by, I, I need to see the movie still, but based on critical reviews that I read articles about, I stand by what I say. Okay. Well, uh, Rami in the article talks about how he felt like he really needed to understand uh, Farouk, who ultimately became Freddie Mercury. That was. Ooh, his I'm going to drop some knowledge because yeah, I'm okay. smart. Shut up. You shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, he he said, and and at least for him, that included his sexual orientation, which made me wonder if maybe next time I could help him study. Did did he fuck a dude for this part? <laughs> I, I mean, he. I mean, if he really wanted to be freddie mercury he would like have a line of chorus boys old aged appropriate <laughs> you're gonna shit. say a line of coke <laughs> take your pick <laughs> either uh, age appropriate uh, mm-hmm. chorus boys was a weird example to give uh so some news then are you ready i'm ready um we should talk about kevin hart oh yeah yeah um who i was up last night responding to tweets on his timeline were you really yeah like what um, so uh, just to, to oh. like let everybody know what's going on in case you you aren't in America or care or like listen only to us for your news. <laughs> oh which, no! <laughs> oh no! Uh, uh, Kevin Hart was slated to host the Academy Awards, and uh, he's an African American comedian. And apparently, back in the day, for several years or several tweets worth, said a lot of negative things about gay people some bad jokes about gay people the most egregious of which was that if his son were gay he would try to beat it out of him yeah um 
and and uh, called a lot of people faggot on Twitter. Like those weren't even jokes; they were just like you're a faggot. Like yeah. there was no joke to it. So, so uh, all of this sort of came to light when he was announced as the host of the Academy Awards. Got a lot of pressure for it. He issued a apology, not an apology, <laughs> um, like video. And th- oh, I didn't watch the video. And then um, he quit. That, okay, <laughs> so he wouldn't be fired probably. The, no, okay. So they said you can either apologize or step down. Like we're those were the his, the options. So he stepped down and then did his apology? Okay. I don't understand. That's part of the weirdness about this. Like I don't understand his motivations if he wasn't if he's going to do some kind of apology, why didn't he do that before and not after and yeah. still host? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's uh, like Mike, why didn't he? I mean, maybe he's dumb. I, that's very possible. Celebrities are not what they appear. Maybe he has no heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I saw a bunch of comments, which the big thing is he has apologized for this in the past. But again, like it seems pretty ha- it had seemed pretty half hearted in the past as well. Um, and the fact that those tweets still existed. Um, that's true. Like Twitter 101. <laughs> if you're getting shit. Delete, Go it. delete it yeah so he yeah um and uh, some people are pointing to the really short time frame that this happened in of his team didn't have time to go back and delete those tweets when he was selected his team i want a team i want a yeah a social media team that are just like pew, pew, funny picture do funny quote <laughs> boo, doo, 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 doo. <laughs> you walk into a social media manager's office it is just finger beep, guns boo, 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 and beeping beeping all over that's how they work <laughs> Um, so it was, I talked to a few people and like one of the people I was trying to, my goal is to be respectful in these. I hate just like angry arguments. That's like, you're dumb. Cause that's, I was trying to have productive dialogues. I was asking people like, oh, okay, why do you feel this way? Or why don't you think? And like what it got, I had this long conversation back and forth and what it got down to with one person, they totally supported gay people, gay people's rights. They just said, I guess I don't give that much credence to what celebrities say, which I disagreed with on that. I think celebrities have a big impact. So it's calling someone a faggot when you're a celebrity. A lot of kids can hear that. Yeah. But the interesting thing after getting into it was like, this person was so totally supportive of gay people, hated the people that don't support gay people. Yeah. And it's so interesting how close we were to the same page. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't have known that had I not had that discussion. Wait, a productive discussion on the internet? And after that, I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> yes. It was like, thank you so much. I, even though I disagree with you about this point, sounds like we're actually pretty close to the same page. Like, so that's cool. Like, thank you. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, th- this whole thing, too, brings up this perennial concept that, yes, you have First Amendment rights, but the First Amendment does not protect you against the consequences of the shit you say. Exactly. Exactly. Why does he... It's like people would say like, oh, he doesn't have to apologize. And it's like, he doesn't have to apologize. You're right. Yeah. But if he doesn't, we're still going to think he's shitty. Like, yeah, I completely agree that like... He doesn't have to apologize. He also doesn't have to host the Academy Awards. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, yeah, I agree that people often comp- conflate the First Amendment and reaction to what they say or do. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Um, okay, moving on. You ready to move on? Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, next. So Trump's new attorney general oh nominee. Uh-huh. Are you familiar with this? 
I just the people were not pleased. Yeah, William Barr is Trump's nominee to replace William Jeff Sessions. Barr sounds like a president from like 1800s. <laughs> it was it was Taylor Tyler Polk Bill Bar. B- Bill Barr. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so he was U.S. Attorney General under George H. W. Bush, who died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Soup's dead. Um, uh, from 91 to 93, and the the, the He's now up to be attorney general of of the whole shebang. No, I'm wrong about that. Holy crap! Okay, he was he was he's been attorney general before. Did I know that? Did we know that? Is that like you're the first person to uncover this? <laughs> Get your news first. Anyway, from gayish, he's a he's just awful. He Why? he hates gay people. Uh, just last year, October of 2017, he he wrote an article for. The Catholic Lawyer. Did you know that that's a magazine you can subscribe to? The Catholic <laughs> Lawyer, um, in which he said that attention to the homosexual movement is is bad. It's ruining the country. He, I'm going to have a homosexual movement on his face. <laughs> he, he attacked the use of District of Columbia law to compel Georgetown University to treat homosexual activist groups like any other student group. Like, that. <laughs> that's horrible. Um he said secularists use law as a weapon by passing laws that affirmatively promote the moral relativist viewpoint. This kind of law declares an effect that people, either individually or collectively, may not make moral distinctions or say that certain conduct is good, but another is bad. Um, are, how recent are any of these things? These are, that's, this is always what I wonder. Like He wrote this, this in October of 2017. Well, you know, that's pretty. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't necessarily always think that people have changed their mind since like 10 years ago, but sometimes I just think they've gotten smarter about, oh, people kind of like the gays, so maybe we should shut the fuck up. Yep. So, yep. yeah, that's why I asked, but all right, well. So he's, he's said a whole bunch of things that are really uh, problematic. Um, he said that the ch- separation of church and state is a moral lobotomy. Whoa. Yeah, um, it, but I think the worst thing that he said actually is... Um, this rising idea that religious people are being discriminated against mm. by being told not to be fuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he said, quote, uh, it is no accident that the homosexual movement at one or two percent of the population gets treated with such solicitude, while the Catholic population, which is over a quarter of the country, is given the back of the hand. Oh, those Catholics those are poor Catholics. <laughs> All Catholics matter. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy to me that just because... Like, when people get mad at PC culture, it's because they can't say whatever they want anymore. Or they've never been a part of a group that has been attacked and marginalized. So they're like, oh, this must be what you feel like right now. Oh, I feel so sad that I have to treat people equally and not call them whatever I want. Or I actually see this with atheists, who I am an atheist. and like, But I'll see atheists, rightfully, I agree with them that there are a lot of things that, like, People think there's some, I think some state laws still require you to be like religious in some way or Christian to swear on a Bible or yeah, all that shit. So I know that like we need to make progress on equality regardless of your religion or non-religion, but atheists feeling persecuted is like, okay, (laughs) 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 you don't put yourself on the same page as gay people or much less any other group that, yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. People just, I think they, I think they see other people that, that quote unquote, get to use, like, I am persecuted against, you have, like, stop this, we demand this, and they're left out of that feeling of, what's that feeling? 
when, attention the the attention the uh special i get to feel bad for myself what's that called oh there's a word for it that i can't think of right now yes let's think about this and i'll <laughs> i'll edit you're it a writer once we think of it but i don't have to think about it on the spot i can self-pity yeah uh uh, righteous indignation. Indignation. Indigenous. No. <laughs> Indignant. 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 That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Okay, great. They they want to be indigenous and indignant and insufferable and insidious. They want to be the movie. Inseparable. Inseparable from church and state. In salad. <laughs> Like chopped up carrots. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, Bill Barr is a terrible person, at least when it comes to gay people. Fuck that guy. I really hope. Um, I mean, he's going to win. The Republicans have expanded their majority in the Senate. So there's really almost no chance that he won't get uh, approved. Hmm. Uh, so the slow erosion of the orange taco seasoning that is our president <laughs> continues. Uh, next. I saved the best for last. This okay. is my favorite 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 ever okay so wow um there's i didn't know that this was a thing that existed but there's the game awards and apparently they're kind of a big deal and at the game video game awards yes okay so at the game awards 2018 the best esports player winner was dominique sonic fox mclean sonic fox in quotes because that's his handle or whatever mclean still that's a pretty badass last name yeah yeah um so he's gay, he's black, he's a furry, and gave his acceptance acceptance speech with his furry head what? on. What? Yeah. Wait, just the head? Just well, not, uh, not, like no, in full furry, oh, full, full furry, full furry. He 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 accepted <laughs> his award full furry, full furry. Um, the twenty year old prompted rapturous applause by telling the audience in Los Angeles and millions of online viewers that he was quote super gay after accepting <laughs> the award from actor Joel McHale. Oh, nice. Um, the gamer who won his fourth Evolution Championship Series title by triumphing in the Dragon Ball Fighter Z section added, quote, I want to give a super shout out to all my LGBTQ plus friends that have always helped me through life. Um, and guess all I got to really say is that I'm gay, black, a furry, pretty much everything a Republican hates <laughs> and the best esports player of the whole year, I guess. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Um, and then on Twitter... He got a bunch of hate, of course he did, Uh, from conservatives, and uh, so he tweeted, damn, I made a lot of right-wingers angry today. To them, all I have to say to you is, suck my fucking dick. (laughs) 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 You, y'all have literally oppressed me my whole life and the livelihood of me and others, yet I still made it here. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it makes sense, like, video games are a place where you can literally be anyone, but you, like, that doesn't help or hurt you when you're, like shooting guns at people in the whatever oh okay mike is now showing me a picture and now i understand why the his middle thing in quotes is like sonic fox yeah but isn't he handsome he took his head off oh i was like like, his he has a very nice to do a bunch more of the speech oh yeah hello i might be a furry too now yeah you can play my joystick (laughs) (laughs) you can press my a button (laughs) um yeah anyway he's a badass i fucking love this guy Congratulations on kicking everyone else's ass at video games and for all of the middle fingers that you've been giving. Nice. I love it. Nice. Go. I want to do it. I wanted this something unusual. I have just like, so I have recently been like clawing my way out of my dark depression. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now I can have a little bit of like perspective and I 
wanted to just say, because I think we have listeners who have heard us talk about a lot of different mental health issues and then have also said to us, we have those too. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to take a little moment to say, whatever you're going through, whether it's depression or bullying or parents kicking you out or anything you're going through, it is not your fault. And uh, I saw this really good quote that I wanted to, I posted on my Facebook, but wanted to share. Um, it's from a Reddit user, your underscore nameless underscore friend. And they have these like really cute, like uplifting things. And it says, some days are just bad days. Remember that it's the days that are bad, not you. And that was really helpful to be like, it, you're in a shitty situation. You're dealing with a, a shitty thing someone said or did. That doesn't make you the bad person. Yeah. It's just a shitty thing that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to say that. I want to say just everyone be cool. <laughs> just let's all just be chill. I like think about be that cool. all the time. Be cool. Smoke a little <laughs> weed. I did that before. Um, but just like, I just wish everyone was like, just be nice to people. Be excellent to each other. Be- <laughs> Bill and Ted were right. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Bill Gates and Ted. Nugent. No, not that guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Uh, do you want to talk about dreams? Let's talk about dreams. Ooh, dreams. We're gonna wait. Should I put? Should I put the? Is there a dreamy uh, voice know. effect? Maybe. Hey, sound guy, you're supposed to have these memorized. What's number fourteen do? Let's find out. Hello. Hello. Are we, a, are we in a dream? No. Nope. No, we're in a. Oh. Hello. I'm a robot in your dream. <laughs> <laughs> I am here to turn in your math homework, but then forget. Ah, you're not wearing your pants. <laughs> Weird. That okay. was the dream robot. Apparently, that's a button I have. <laughs> Why would, can you imagine if we just recorded the entire podcast in like robot voices? It would be horrible, and I would kind of love it. Okay. Great. Um, Sorry. No, I mean, we have that yellow button there that we don't ever use. So. Yep. Um, can I start? Do it. Start it up. I have... Bring it. I have information and some data. Oh. So, I wanted to start just by talking about dreams in general and the science of dreams. Real quick. I'm not going to... Okay. This is this is a brief... Um, I'm already so, falling asleep. Is this a dream? Oh. <laughs> or a and nightmare? If, bo- <laughs> if this bores you, play this while you're going to bed. Um, Dr. Patrick McNamara... Um, on a website, Psychology Today, said um, REM sleep is associated with prolonged erections, which yeah. I, knew, I knew that, in the male, and clitoral engorgement and pelvic thrusting in the female. Wow. I didn't know that because I'm not a lady. Um, maybe they don't know you either. I, I will say I can tell when my mental health is improving because I'll wake up with boners. Oh, huh. I don't know if that has anything to do with what you're talking no, that, about. No, <laughs> that's really interesting. No, it, I think every the good thing about dreams is no one knows what the fuck's going on, so I think everything is relevant. Yep. <laughs> um, so it's not studied that much, but um, Freud, even though, of course, we know that there is a lot he got wrong, he actually was really close uh, when he talked about dreams, about like it's something about your subconscious that you're trying to process, and but his was a little bit more like, let's find all the symbolism of all the shit, um, yeah. which is kind of true, but... Um, According to science, science says that... Mr. Science. Dr. Science. <laughs> Dr. Science. <laughs> he has a postdoctorate in... Science. Science. Because, <laughs> of course. Um, uh, 
says that libidinal desires, so like sexual desires, libido, libido, um, mm-hmm. are thought. I there were there are so many words in here. Hold off. Okay, before great. Anything happens. Okay, I can't wait. Okay, <laughs> libidinal desires are thought to be controlled by your mesolimbic cortical dopaminergic systems. Dopaminergic. 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 I just had the wrong emphasis. Um, so that's the thing that controls your libido. They're heightened during your REM sleep, which might Ooh. be why ladies pelvic thrust against the pillows. Um, yeah. The at the same time, the prefront, prefrontal cortices regulate aggressive and libidinal desires. So that's usually what regulates that during the day. Though during REM sleep, those are weakened. So you have the state where your libido is heightened and the thing that regulates that or controls that is weakened and your body can't do anything about it. So that's why you have dreams to like be able to fulfill those desires. Which makes me wonder if you're a sleepwalker, if you're also a sleep fucker. <laughs> Oh no! Because <laughs> like the That's reason that dangerous. You don't, the reason you don't act out your dreams is because there's like this part of your brain that activates itself that paralyzes you. Oh, so some people will wake up and that part hasn't turned off yet, and they are paralyzed, and it's terrifying. That sounds but, terrifying. Like they're awake, but their body can't move because that part of your brain that pushes pause on your body has malfunctioned. So people who sleepwalk have the opposite problem their oh, body doesn't pause so they're still walking around and their libido's still like yo yeah <laughs> <laughs> i got check out my dick <laughs> <laughs> and the part that like the gatekeeper's like asleep and left the door unlocked <laughs> oh no um okay so now we get to the studies study 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 one um because there aren't that many about this so there is a study called Sex Dreams, Wet Dreams, and Nocturnal Emissions. Yeah. <laughs> I love when they're like creative titles to studies. It may it's like, oh, these academics have fun too. They go crazy. They put a pun in a sentence. Yeah. Um yeah. Well, Trevor used to write all of his papers and all the titles of all of his papers were the titles of Buffy episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, this was by Calvin uh, Kai Ching Yu and Wai Fu from Hong Kong Shu Yan University. I thought you were going to say Cleveland. From, <laughs> from Toronto. <laughs> um, and they questioned 58 college men. So unlike past studies... The, they asked these men like in a lot of detail about different types of sex dreams. So like okay. it wasn't just like, yes or no, have you had a sex dream? So um, most had dreamt with vaginal sex with a woman. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, a third, you, Cause you're like excited for them to be dreaming about fucking dudes, right? I am. Um, a third of the time, the dream, the woman in their dream was a female teacher. Mm. Makes sense. 10% of the time, it was their mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had That's a... so disturbing. I know, right? Have you ever had a dream about... A sex dream about a family member? Okay. Remember before we started recording when I asked you if you were going to talk about wet dreams? Yeah. And now here you are talking about wet dreams when you said I'm not no. Real, I'm not really talking about wet this dreams. That's literally what you've been talking about. No, for these like... are these are just dreams. Some of them wet, some of them dry. Okay. <laughs> 
great. Is that what we call non-wet dreams? <laughs> dry the full dreams? moisture array of dreams. <laughs> medium, medium, soft, like. So let's combine segments because I think that it's. I think it's. I think it. I think that we're both like I, this. This is good. Well, I'm you, almost done. Oh, okay. So can I do my, the rest of these things and then turn over to your wet stuff? Sure. Yeah. Um. Wait. So should I not ask you? This? Have you ever had a dream about a family member? Sex dream about a family a member? A sex dream about a family member. I think you'd have to define family member because well, uh, however like, you want to like hot it. hot cousins. Yes. Okay. Um. Like immediate family? No. I have. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's very uncomfortable. I'm sure. It's like I, I'm like, but I I don't know. I I really don't. But don't I don't want that. I don't. I really don't want that. But. I've had people have I've that. had sex dreams about things I definitely don't want. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. That's and that that part's disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. So in twelve um, percent of the straight participants said they had gay dreams. Okay. Gay sex dreams, which I then I was looking on online, and it's just like all these people posting on Quora and Reddit and all these places like. I had a gay dream. Am I gay? Yeah. And you know, so there's always one joker that's like, yep. 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 <laughs> yep. But, um, come find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a penis. You got a penis. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Um, and on average, how many sex dreams per year do you think people have? Say a number, say a number, say it, say it, say it, say it, say it, say a number. One. <laughs> are you prices writing me yes well spay or neuter your pets then <laughs> before we go to the plinko board is bob barker dead yet oh um, he stopped doing prices right but that doesn't he can still be alive he stopped doing prices right like a million years ago yeah you know he's alive in all of our dreams i wonder if he's had a sex dream about his mom <laughs> I hope she was alive in the dream because his mom is definitely dead. If there's one thing I know for certain, um, people have on average nine sex dreams a year. Okay. Which I actually like, I would think it'd be more common, especially for men, but at least this group nine per year. Sex dreams, which that kind of lines up for me. I don't feel like I have like a ton. Okay. But you have them. Yeah. So let's, let's, Let's talk about wet dreams. Let's, Are we getting let, getting wet? No, nocturnal emissions. Yeah. Okay. So it's interesting to me that you you make a big distinction there, like that there's there's wet dreams and dry dreams where yeah. when it comes to sex dreams. And I guess you're right. I just hadn't really thought about it that way before. Oh really? Because I like I think of I know this isn't necessarily the case, but I think of a wet dream as something that I went through during puberty. Yeah. And didn't know what it was and there was once i just made my bed over it because i was too embarrassed <laughs> and i didn't think that through and like it that's ew <laughs> my dick gave birth to a jellyfish <laughs> nobody look <laughs> i was at that time believe it or not i was very good at covering things up yeah and pretending they weren't there <laughs> i bet i bet somehow they always came out yeah um but yeah i i mean wet dreams probably happen to adults too right so here's the thing I do not remember ever having a wet dream. A wet dream where I woke up and there was jizz around me or it was coming out of me because apparently both both happens. Like people wake up and they're like, "Oh, there's evidence that I had." Yes, that's what I that's what I've had and I, and I thought I wet the bed, which I cuz I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. Um on, in the study the thing I didn't mention is 80% of them reported ha- having had a wet dream. So, yeah, not everyone has those. But you have. But I have. 
recently? Like, do you still no. have them? No, only during my during puberty. Like, is that is as that a horny junior high kid or whatever? So, okay. First of all, quick aside. Okay. The Wikipedia article on nocturnal emissions is disgusting. <laughs> Wait, why? <laughs> um, one big reason is I'm going to read the caption of this photo, and I don't know, like. Okay. There's a photo. The caption to which is underwear contaminated by wet dream. 12 year, seven month old boys, upper ejaculation point and lower post ejaculate emission stains. So there's like, there's like little boy just stain oh, underwear on boy. the Wikipedia page for nocturnal emission. I don't know how they got away with that or if that like maybe I'm the fucker for like fucked for up thinking? For, for thinking that that's fucked up. Do I don't know. Pedophiles love science cuz they can like that's like a reasonable way they can ew okay. I right. found it very very disturbing. That's, but that is odd. I took one for the podcast and read the article anyway. <laughs> Um, Your bravery knows no bounds. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So 83% of men experience nocturnal emissions at some time in their life. Oh, I stole your data. It's, where's your data fine. from? It's fine. Wikipedia. No, uh, where's your... What they has to quote a source. No, you don't get to click on the button. Never mind. I don't care. Oh, Alfred Kinsey. That's interesting. Oh. I'm glad that you had me do that. Yeah. He made a scale. Yeah. That we all stand on. Um, so... 15-year-old males apparently have them about 0.36 times per week. Or once about every three weeks or so. That's why I call all 15-year-old males I meet cum factories. Yep, yep, yep. No one feels weird about it. No, it's fine. They, I mean, you put their totally underwear cool. on Wikipedia, apparently. <laughs> I guess it's totally cool. Um, and uh, all the way up to married 50-year-old males once about every two months. Oh, wow. But what I wanted to talk about is uh, this, like, is there something wrong with me? That you haven't had them? Yeah, I don't remember having them going through puberty. I definitely don't have them now, even though like the Wikipedia data suggests that people like m- men, full-grown men w- late into their lives have them still. I've I mean, yeah, I guess just I've heard that it's I've never I just assumed that people had them older cuz I just like have to assume that that happens sometimes, but mostly I hear about this around puberty and like I mean the data says like although what you've gone through is less common it's still, you know, somewhere around 20% of people have experienced what you've experienced. So I don't think so. Does it say anything about like, is that bad for you if you haven't had them? Well, here's where I like start having conspiracy theory. Or whatever. Oh, like, oh, no. <laughs> I swear to God. Have we talked about my testosterone stuff? Yeah. A low. little bit low, mostly low, like the, the high lesbian range is <laughs> where my testosterone <laughs> naturally wants to be. And that I've had doctors that put me on it and then take me back off of it because apparently medical science doesn't agree on what is a healthy amount of testosterone or huh. when it's a problem and should be supplemented or not. And of course, they're super nervous about like meatheads who just want it so that they can get jacked, oh. blah, blah, blah. But apparently testosterone levels directly correspond with how many nocturnal emissions you have. Oh. So, And, and men ha- who take testosterone-based drugs drastically increased their nocturnal emissions self-reported so 17 percent of subjects with no treatment to 90 percent of subjects at a high dose of testosterone have wet dreams huh so i i'm taking that as a sign that like my thought that like my testosterone is low and fucked up and that's why i have a low libido is like 
accurate. Might be true. Yeah. So that makes sense. So that actually might be a good, although it's not a guarantee, if you haven't had a wet dream, might be worth checking your testosterone levels the next time you get your physical or whatever. And just. Plus, I'm 40 now. The doctor has to put his finger up my butt. Oh, every year from now on? Yeah. Lucky. I know, right? Hello, I'm Kyle. I'm 40. <laughs> wait, wait, let me see your finger. Oh, that's nice. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 40. Hey, hey Doc, you should really check. Try two fingers. Just, I, know, I know that might be unusual, but just trust me. You're going to need way more lube. I brought my own lube. I pre-lubed my asshole for you, doctor. <laughs> You got to take out the plug before you put in your... Okay. Don't mess up And Dr. Your... McFadden, if you listen, please stop. And and my, my, I need a hotter doctor. Oh. <laughs> my doctor is very nice and I like him. And and um, there's there are hotter doctors in that office. <laughs> and you, you just follow them around. Will you be my doctor? Um, I had two more things to talk about, all in the wet dream category. Oh. Okay, great. So first... LaBerge, Greenleaf, and Kedrzejewski in 1983 did a study to determine the extent to which subjectively experienced sexual activity during REM lucid dreaming would be reflected in physiological responses. And they found this woman who is apparently just a champ. So... Wait, say what that stuff that you just said means. So lucid dreaming is when you are asleep and you are dreaming, You're but you in know control. you know that you are dreaming and yeah. in control of the dreamscape. Yeah, usually when you're like, oh, great, now I can fly. Right. Pew. Yeah, and I've always wanted to be good at that. Oh, but, me too. I've even practiced sometimes. But yeah, there's like a whole subreddit on it that I've thought. I'm sometimes, like there was one time when I was like having this really great orgy in my dream and I woke up and I was like, Close my eyes and I was like, no, 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 go back there. Let's go back there. And it kind of worked. Wow. But I didn't actually like, it's always like something's a little bit like away from me. Like even in those situations, it's not like we all had sex and it was great. It's like I try, I, I was close to it or like they wouldn't let me in or like. Yeah, 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 a, yeah. So yeah. it's a little less fulfilling. Dream, anyway. Dream logic is so fucked up. It's so stupid. Anyway, there's this chick who's okay. so good at it. Uh-huh. You know the part that I was talking about before that pushes pause on your body? Yeah. It doesn't work on your eyes, which is why your eyes flicker uh, in, when like you're in REM sleep. They move all over the place. So they taught her, or she learned, whatever, how to control her eyes while she was dreaming. Oh, that's creepy. And so, and, and she also is the exorcist. Yeah. <laughs> but they they called for her to make a specific eye movement when she realized that she was dreaming. Okay. When she began sexual activity in the dream and when she experienced orgasm. So they put her under, hooked her up with all of the electrodes. Yep, she's asleep. Oh, her eyes are moving. She And she moves them in a specific way that says, yep, I'm asleep and I'm dreaming and I know it. Time to turn on the machines or whatever. Anyway, she bangs. <laughs> she lets them know that she's banging while she's asleep. <laughs> and during the 15 second section of her physiological record, when she signaled as the moment of orgasm, again with her eyes, her vaginal muscle activity, vaginal pulse amplitude, and respiration rate reached their highest values of the night, and they were considerably elevated in comparison to the rest of the REM period. Um, but her heart rate only increased slightly. But huh. they're like, yeah, it happened. It was real. It's a thing. Apparently, if you can if you can teach yourself to lucid dream and 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 hook up, you you just might you just might actually come in real life. But if your heart rate doesn't increase, then I don't get the workout out of it. Right. No, that's true. Yeah, okay. All that's right. true. I'm it, doing it is for Is that the, the only cardio you get these days? You know, like, taking it? <laughs> sometimes I walk <laughs> up the elevator. 
um, I just am imagining the doctors being like, okay, here's the thing. We want you to go to sleep and then fuck Brad Pitt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let us know about it so we can look at your hoo-ha. Yeah. <laughs> You're very unique in that way. Was he a person in 83 or 86 or whatever? No, I think his first role was in Thelma and Louise, which was later. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, George Clooney. He was hot in that, though. Mm-hmm. He was the cowboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I only, yeah, I'd seen those pictures. What um, was the other thing? Oh, wet dream porn poetry. <laughs> um, the ancient Romans thought nocturnal emissions were awesome. Oh. And uh, Titus Lucretius Carus, De Rerum Natura, book four, has this poem in it. Okay, you said a name in a book. Just yes. You don't need to say it again. Okay, yep. great. Again, those males into the surging channels of whose years now first has passed the seed, engendered within their members by the ripened days, are in their sleep confronted from without by idle images of some fair form, tidings of glorious face and lovely bloom, which stir and goad the regions turgid now with seed abundant, so that, as it were, with all the matter acted duly out, they pour the billows of a potent stream and stain their garment. (laughs) Wow. Ode to a wet dream by some old dead Roman guy. Early poetry. (laughs) about wow was he he wasn't he was talking about when men do this he didn't say like dreaming about a man right Mm, right okay 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 um i don't like when people refer to come as seed (laughs) just any or verb like if they verb it like i'm gonna seed you just any of that is like how do you feel about pour the billows of a potent stream (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's just sexy Uh, the ancient Jews, if you had a nocturnal emission, you had to go outside the camp, take a ritual bath, and then couldn't come back to camp until after dark. Um, wow. They, that's so they in were Leviticus. Like, they were like, no. They are like, no. You dirty. You're the devil. Do not. Yep. Again, uh, like, all of the religion hates natural things that happen to people. If, like, it's, if it has to do with your pee-pee or your hoo-ha, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're going to pretend like that's bad so that you're not allowed to. Okay. Except St. Augustine of the ancient Christians said that masturbation pollutes the conscience of a man, but nocturnal emissions do not. It's not a voluntary carnal act, and so it's not a sin. So you're just like, no, I'm asleep. Yeah. No, 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 I'm asleep. I'm asleep. <laughs> Choo-choo-choo. Oh, so sleep. La-la. So sleep. <laughs> uh, wet dreams are not a sin in Islam, and apparently if you jack off during Ramadan, then you're considered to have broken your fast, but if you have a wet dream during Ramadan, that's okay. Again so sleepy so, oh, i'm tired <laughs> i'm a, so asleep right now okay. uh, and in european folklore nocturnal emissions were believed to be caused by a succubus copulating with the individual at night so a succubus came and fucked you that's why you came what's a succubus a demon a it, lady demon a well, sexy lady demon it sucks your bus yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a sexy lady demon all right like it's just crazy like it is or is not a sin like it's so nuts to me that like you you have no control like you're just saying like i don't know you have two eyes sin like i just any like it just happened it's just you looked at a sexy person pluck one of your eyes out yeah yeah, it's over for you um all right well some people were down with it yeah uh yeah so wet dreams they're funky they're weird they're gross they're awesome i wish i had more of them i'm gonna go get a shot now and if you really are into what boys underwear (laughs) 
looks like afterwards. It's so disturbing. I don't want to see that. It was so disturbing. I had to share it with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get we a beer. Appreciate. Okay. Is that okay? No. What if I what if I sleepwalk to the fridge? What if I have a wet dream in your beer? <laughs> oh God. Okay. I'm never letting you bring me beer ever again. <laughs> One of them's open, and you're like, "Thanks, Kyle." Think. Oh. <laughs> Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. I talked a lot about wet dreams. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm not sorry. <laughs> Get out your sponges because it's about to be wet. It's your turn. I'm going to talk a little bit more about having a gay dream when you're straight or straight dream when you're yeah. gay. So yeah. have you ever had a dream with a woman? A sex dream about a woman? Yes, and it was during puberty. Oh. And I remember thinking to myself, thank God it's finally happening. Oh. That's oh, what? It's the saddest thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> and then it never happened again. Oh my um, god! Because yeah, like I, I mean, I I get that too. I was I remember only started believing in God. I think so I could pray to be straight again. And if you like had any kind that's of that's the saddest thing that's ever been said. <laughs> oh no! I thought we were just gonna do this fun, lighthearted topic about I. But I didn't get, it's probably good that I didn't get any reassurance that it's cool. But like to get that dream, I can see how that could have put so many doubts in your mind then. Yeah. Oh, shit. Do, do you want to hear the whole dream? Yeah. Okay. So growing up at my house, um, it was probably junior high, early high school. My My grandparents got rid of their pool. It was an above ground pool. And so we moved it to our house. So we had a pool in the backyard and like a deck. Um and I mean, it was pretty ghetto. It was like a you know above ground, kind yeah. of like in out in the pasture. It was <laughs> it, it was ghetto. Anyway, in this dream, <laughs> I was swimming and there was this lady. She was super tan and really slimy, like like oiled up, like oh. like suntan lotion or oh, whatever. Okay. And she was laying on the deck while I was swimming, and she spread her legs open, and I could see her vagina. And then she said. You may enter. (laughs) (laughs) It's like reverse Gandalf. (laughs) None shall pass. None shall pass. (laughs) You may enter. Yeah, and then I just like, like, pet her back. Like we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a euphemism? (laughs) I guess I don't know. But anyway, I was. It was. I seriously was like, oh, and I had a. I had a naked lady dream great so straight so i'm so straight now oh man not no 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 that didn't work out (laughs) and only delayed the inevitable um i've definitely i don't like because i have a horrible memory i definitely had sex dreams about women and i don't remember a distinct one but yeah they're always like made me be like what's why that's weird Mm -hmm. um i take that back you pet more than her back i don't know so i was thinking when you when you asked the question i was thinking like pleasant sexy dreams about about, oh. about about women but i had many 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 like my my ex-wife is hate fucking me dreams. oh shit like after we broke up it was like it was bad it was like traumatic and horrible like she was raping me and like um i don't i think that part of me wants to say that that's a different category than what you're talking about no I mean, no, like, no no i mean i'm not i'm not i'm talking about it all she was naked and sex things were happening. So I suppose, I mean, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know whether to count that or, yeah. or not. It, they were just so violent and, and really disturbing and it was pretty awful. No, I think that's a one that sucks. Cause like dreams, like 
like you wake up with the feeling like when you're naked yeah. in class you wake up with like holy shit and you're like oh i'm fine so like yeah. that like they actually affect your real life so that must be shitty to like but i think that's a good example of how they represent something else that's not sex so this leads me to the only um like really specific example i could find i read some dumb uh dream analysts list that ended up being super gender specific it was like if you dream about sex with a man it might be that you're interested in making more money or being more assertive and it's just oh, like God. really really like wow i know and okay. it's like if it's a woman you might be wanting to be more sensitive like some like um maybe you want to be a better chef <laughs> <laughs> have you thought about doing stop some laundry quitting <laughs> math like <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? Um, anyway, there was, this seemed a little bit more legit, um, an article on parents.com by Holly Robinson. That's a pretty normal sounding name. A, yep. Okay. We have nothing to say about that. <laughs> I knew a Haley Robinson yeah. in college. Was she a bitch? No, she's really sweet. Okay, good. That sounds, actually, Holly's, I, I know only good Hollies. Yeah, me too. Okay, go ahead. Oh, so, let's just think about them. We're going to both have a dream about Holly tonight. <laughs> um, so I'm going to talk about pregnant sex dreams. Who's pregnant? Real life pregnant. Pregnant women. Women, yeah. Well, yeah. So I guess men can be pregnant now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, okay. Um, so Sally Folly, a sex therapist, said uh, once you're pregnant, you're really focused uh, when you're, oh, I was going to say as a woman, as a woman or a man. Or a non-binary person that just has a vagina or can do that. Um, can we just say it's easier to, like... It's per... Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Um, we got that out of the way, so you know what we're talking about now. We're cool, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're cool. We're above board. Um, so, now that you're pregnant, she said you're going to be really focused on your body, and your dreams reflect that you love the new life your body is creating. So there's a lot about your body. You think about your body a lot and what's happening to it. Um, you're, she says you're discovering that. That sounds it, awful. <laughs> I know. I want to ignore my body as much as possible. So, yeah, I should not get pregnant. Um, I look like I have. But, uh, quote, you are discovering that a woman's body is pleasurable, exciting, and powerful in ways you've never experienced before. So in that, if you think about a... I should have clarified this sex dream with a woman mm -hmm. when you're a straight female. It's not that you want to fuck ladies. It's you're thinking about your body for the first, not for sure. the first time, but like in a deeper, different way than you ever have. Yeah. yeah and yeah. that's coming to light in your dream through a female form that you're intimate with. Like, so I think to me, I really like thinking about dreams in that way. Not of it's not the physical thing. It's, you know, what does this represent? And that's an interesting seemed like the most legit <laughs> like yeah. scientific one that I could find about same sex dreams when you're straight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Is that your segment? That's my segment. Okay. I'm sorry I didn't talk enough about wet dreams in that one. <laughs> like no, you okay. did, but I got I think you covered it. Um do ladies have wet dreams? Yes. Uh, well, so ladies experience vaginal lubrication while they're asleep and then will sometimes wake up having an orgasm. There's some contention about whether they have to have an orgasm in order for it to count as a wet dream. Researchers are sort of split on whether just getting wet should count. Huh. 
um, for ladies. Well, I think if if they're wet, there's some kind of arousal taking place. So like, right? But like, you also, I I wake up with boners oh, pretty often. True. But that doesn't mean I had a wet dream. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they have a wetometer. She's <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> "Ooh, it's damp. That's a nine. Interesting. Anyway, <laughs> um, where are where are we? What are we doing? I'm done. You're you're doing whatever you want. You have the floor. You have the table. You have the podcast. Okay. 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 So. First, I found this person, so it was actually a straight guy that had written into this columnist to ask about, uh, I had a dream about gay sex. And then she goes through this whole thing about like, all of the things that it might have been that weren't, you want to fuck a dude. Yeah. Right? Which is just exactly to your point. So rather than doing that, I think we should interpret some dreams ourselves. Okay. Disclaimer, we are not experts. No, we're not even dream analysts. (laughs) Right. We know know nothing. Although... Maybe just the act of analyzing a dream makes you a dream analyst. I don't know that there's like a degree that you get in that. Oh, just like being a priest. Okay. <laughs> um. So, do you want to interp- Do you want to interpret one of mine, or do you want to interpret something f- from one of our listeners? I want to do some listeners. Okay. I want, and I want to do some listeners. Great. Great. So first, let's go with Tyler Misek wrote in are we th- saying people's names when i they- asked i asked him if it was okay oh look at you you're <laughs> you're more on top of your podcast game than ever before thank you having a job might make you like just more tyler misek said when i was younger oh first of all i asked him if it was okay to say his name and he said yes and then i said how do you pronounce it because it's a weird Lots it's not letters. a weird spelling but it's like a spelling that i could easily fuck up and he said I listen to your podcast, so obviously I don't get easily offended. <laughs> Good uh, point, Tyler Masuck. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, here's his dream. You okay. ready? Yeah. When I was younger, I had a recurring nightmare where I was at the YMCA. I would get changed and go to the pool area to find out I was the only one there, and the doors leaving the pool area locked. Suddenly, the walls started moving in, pushing me closer to the pool, and that is when I noticed the alligators in the pool. (gasps) I would become trapped on the diving board with nowhere to go other than the alligator-filled pool when I would wake up. Ah, shit. What do you think that's about? I mean, I think he really just... I mean, I think he turned out to be an alligator tamer. He just learned that he would have to control the alligators in order to really succeed at life. And also just stay outside. Which is where alligators usually live. Nailed it. No, okay. (laughs) I mean, I I, I thought maybe you've been playing too much Laura Croft or Pitfall Harry video games where, like, you have to jump on the alligators' heads to get across the water. (laughs) Um, And... and really that's it's no more complicated than that yeah yeah it all comes back to laura croft if we said it once we've said it a dozen times no i that to me feels like being trapped like you know you're trapped in a situation that seems inescapable and you know there's things on all sides so do we know if tyler's gay or straight or um you're a little gay if you're in our group (laughs) even the straight people have to agree anyway like okay that doesn't really matter but like if you were gay that could and younger that could you know, that could explain it. You're feeling trapped. You're alone. You don't know how to handle this. But even if you're not gay or even if you were gay and you're totally cool with it because you're so advanced and, um, it, you know, you could be like you're trapped because you're in a college program that you don't actually like, but your parents are making you do or you're trapped because you're in a relationship that you don't want to be in. 
Yeah, there is no escape. This, yeah. The feeling that there is no escape. Yeah, the feeling I feel every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was sadder? The, the last thing or this thing? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's that's an awful feeling. Yeah. That's and a- it's always like, but he meant, he, like, he didn't say, like, and then I got eaten. Like, I feel like things in dreams always end right before, like, nothing ever happens. And I only just connected. It's because you haven't resolved this thing yet. Like, you're if you're trapped in a situation, you don't know if you've gotten eaten by alligators yet. Like, you're, you're still working through this thing. So yeah. there isn't an ending quite yet, which is why you need to process it. I'm a genius. I certify myself dream analyst. Kyle gets DA. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I asked this person if I could use, if I could use their name, they have not gotten back to me, so I'm not going to say their name. Okay. Great. I had a dream a couple of different times as a kid where I was operating like a giant toy train set that was big enough for me to be on it. I would get to the top of a building where I kind of, where a kind of clown, but not really a clown was waiting and he was going to kill my dad. Every time I got there, I knew it was too late, and I knew he killed my dad. And then suddenly, I was at the beginning of the tracks, and it happened all over again. Oh, my God. I think I've had some mental distress for quite some time, smiley face. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Everything's horrible, smiley. Okay, dreams where family members die are, I've had them, and I, like... One of the most traumatic times was when I dreamt my dad was dead and I was, cr- I, all I did in the dream was cry and cry and cry. And yeah. when I woke up, it was like, I was distressed. Like I was phys- like emotionally, physically distressed after that. So like, and then to have it on repeat, like that, yeah. this sounds like um, in American Horror Story Apocalypse or in the American Horror Story Coven, when they go down to like, they send you to hell and you just have to relive a horrible moment over and over and over. And that's what hell is like forever. Man, it sounds like one of those yep no I, no I got that cleared up oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's a shot for that uh, <laughs> Sisyphean Sisyphean dream Sisy- Sisyphus anyway Sisyphus is saying the word many many times I had a dream where I had to use my tongue like that a whole bunch really is my ex-wife anyway okay On so yeah but she was making me anyway okay so no Sisyphus in Greek mythology Sisyphus was punished by the gods by being forced to take a boulder and push it up a hill uh, and make it to the top of the hill, but he would never make it to the top of the hill, and then the next day would wake up and have to start it all over again. That's the story of Sisyphus. Uh, so, I recognize his name barely. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's, it's a Sisyphean dream. So th- this dream about the train set, it's I think it's really interesting where, like, are you lazy because you're riding a train? Like, it's not like you have to walk up to the top of the up, it, up to the top of the no. building. Like, you you caught a ride. You're like hitchhiking <laughs> on this giant toy, toy train. But no, that's the most efficient way to go save your dad. You're not going to walk up when there's a train coming by. You hop on that train. But you, it's a building. It doesn't have an elevator. Oh, this is a building. Is there, For, yeah, was, uh, he would get to the top of a building. Oh, where, I was picturing a mountain, even in spite of what. He, and kind of a said. clown, but not really a clown. Ugh. Which how do you feel about clowns? Oh my god! Okay, do you know my feelings about clowns? And that's no. why. Oh, I hate clowns. They're terrifying. I actually hate anything with, that is wearing something where I can't see their face. Like, mm. like uh, going to the what's that theater? Gromit's theater, or something that has all the actors outside pretending to be all the famous characters in L.A. or whatever. Okay. Anyway, or Disneyland. That's an easier example. I could have. Are talking about Man's Chinese Theater? Maybe. Okay. Great. Um. Like anything where they're like wearing a mask or like a head or like furries would not be my jam because okay. like who's in there and are they going to stab me or not? Okay, that's a that's a I hate yeah. 
I mean, so no, I don't feel great about them. This is my the, the scourge point. of furry deaths, like furry caused <laughs> furry deaths. murders. Yeah, furders. Um, <laughs> furders. Awesome. Yeah. So I hate clowns. Um. So this would be terrifying to me, and I kind of like my dad. So, <laughs> so it's the repeating it over and over again part of this dream that I think is really interesting because we think of death as being final. Yeah. And if you got to the top and you knew that this clown thing had killed your dad and then you got back to the beginning and your dream state reset so that now suddenly your dad is alive again and you mm. have another chance to maybe save him. Huh. Or he's not like he's alive again. That, yeah. That's really interesting. It makes me wonder if perhaps you've disappointed your dad over and over again or feel like you've disappointed oh. your dad over and over again and that... or not even your dad like what does your dad represent right does yeah. he represent as this asshole dream analyst said does he represent making money or masculine no but like does your dad represent you know uh relationships or did he leave and he represents abandonment and yeah so i but i agree like that there's some kind of pattern interesting yeah. I thought we were going to do, we. I mean, a little bit silly, but we're also kind of <laughs> trying to seriously analyze these. I hope you all don't take any of this seriously because we don't know the fuck we're talking about. Um, why don't we do ours? Okay. Um, so we were on Davey Wavy's show Night Before Last, and um, Night Before Last, I had a dream that involved him. <gasps> sex dream? It wasn't a sex dream. Uh, no. In fact, he was clothed the whole time, and I'm kind of mad about That's it. An- yeah. It's like, why would you waste a dream about Davy Wavy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we were going to be doing a uh, another recording of our podcast with him, but it was at Which his, we are going to which, do. Right. Uh, it was at his grandma's house in <laughs> Colfax, Washington, which is <laughs> like over by Spokane. Um, I doubt he has a grandma that lives there. Um and then, for whatever reason, we were carpooling with my mom and both of my brothers, and then we felt obligated to have them on the podcast also. <laughs> so, we met Davy Wavy's grandma, and she was very sweet, but she was clearly, like, needed help. Like, she was kind of not all there, if that makes sense. Yeah. And um, so, we, we recorded the podcast, and grandma was, like, taking a nap or something. And then mom like totally dominated the podcast. Like, <laughs> like uh, I was really, I was really, really anxious about how to get her to shut up so that <laughs> Davy could talk. When especially because we didn't even want my family like necessarily to be on it at all. They just happened to be there. Does this? Um, did this really happen? <laughs> this all doesn't sound too far. I mean, ignore the grandma part. Um, and sorry, Mike's family. I love you. Too. So, so, so then, um, Davy like had to leave he was going to like some porn conference or something i don't sure. know and so then like we're there at his grandma's house and there's shredded old christmas trees everywhere in this place and little tiny tiny pieces of paper all over the place and somehow i knew that we had caused it yeah. so it was this race of like we've got to clean up all of this shit or he's going to be mad at us and never talk to us ever again. Yeah. And we fucked up his grandma's house. She's a nice old lady. We're horrible people. Yeah. I mean, but if she's not all with it, just be like, it snowed. And she'd be like, but we're inside. And be like, you don't. <laughs> it snows inside now. Um, I hear a lot of guilt coming through of like, oh, I feel guilty that you're not on this. So let me put you on it anyway. Or I'm guilty that I did this thing. So I need to clean it up before you find out I did it. Mm-hmm. Like, 
everything you're saying has that like not only like feeling guilty about it but then letting but then trying to fix it even if you don't really want to or even if you didn't actually cause the problem yeah yeah well and uh, to your point the another part of the dream my youngest brother murph he was he was really upset that we had to clean up all of this shit and i've got places to be and mm. he, like so i i mean it's a dream so shit doesn't make sense i drove him all the way back to seattle which in real life that's like a five-hour drive <laughs> drove him all the way back to seattle and then drove all the way back to finish up the cleaning i like that you're like that's unrealistic that i would drive him five hours <laughs> <laughs> that's the illogical part no there yeah there's like a lot of guilt and what you do for people even if you don't want to to help keep them happy with you or yeah and so i wonder does that resonate at all yes with it you? really it really does and and w- one thing um that comes to mind i wonder if if it's a lot of the stuff that I've read says that it's stuff that happened to you that day that your brain is trying to hmm. process. I don't think that's true. I think that it can be like recently as opposed yeah. to just the last day. And I wonder if it's stuff about about my birthday party. I had so much guilt about Aww. like having people come there and my brother was there and had to drive and then like all of the money that we spent on steak dinner. I had a really, I, that dinner was actually pretty horrible for me because Aww. I was like worried about how expensive that place was instead yeah. of just enjoying it. Like I, there was, I had a lot of like guilt about all of these other people's feelings that yeah. were involved in that. Yeah. And I wonder if, I wonder if this dream was like to do with if some of that was part of it. That that would make a lot of sense. I would totally understand. And I, also understand what it's like to have guilt over or worry about other people's feelings that you can't control. Can I tell you the the truth? Yeah. Not what your stupid brain says. Yeah. <laughs> Let me help you by putting you down. That's how we work, right? Yeah. Um, everyone, it's like, it's almost like you feel guilty that everyone decided and wants to be there for you. Like everyone mm-hmm. chose to do it. The people that couldn't go or didn't want to didn't. And so everyone mm-hmm. was there for you and happy to be there for you. And everyone chose to go to the steak dinner and we knew what we were getting into like you're a kind person that cares about other people's feelings and worries about them which i think is like the older brother of you and like a a really good thing that you have but part of it is just like but we also may all made our own decisions and wanted to do it and we all enjoyed it so much that's the consistent thing that everyone said yeah yeah solved it um let's do your dream the I have a lot of fucked up dreams and I know everyone says that, but then I like tell people my dreams and then they're like, okay, the more fucked up than your dad dying. (laughs) That was one of the more fucked up. I was going to ask you if that was before or after he had a stroke Uh, before. Wow. Yeah. So I was already, any dead dad dreams since no interesting. Yeah. Maybe you faced his mortality and are at peace with it. No, Okay. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) The recent, like just dream that actually affected my life for like half a day. Um, I had a dream that I would in the dream, wake up in my bed, which that alone, when you wake up in your dream in the place you're actually sleeping, like that's so messed up. Like it just throws, throws you off balance. I kept waking up in my bed like groundhog day and just something else was happening. The police were busting into my apartment, something basic. Like I woke up and had to go to work. I woke up and, Jack's there. I woke up and, you know, like all these different scenarios that kept happening. And so finally I was like, still in my dream, woke up and I was like, is this, am I in a dream or is this real life? And I remember as I closed the door, I was going to work 
I held up my key and I touched the edges of the key, the teeth of the key, and thought to myself, okay, I can feel this key. I can feel the edges. I know this is real life. Yeah. Yeah. And then I woke up for real. (laughs) And I was like, I mean, at that point, you know, it's real. Inception. To have had a moment in my dream where I thought, I know for sure that this is real life. Like for half a day, I was just off. I just like, it, it really, it messed me up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interpret that one, Freud. You are afraid that you're, you, you can't trust your perceptions of reality. Ah, shit. <laughs> I didn't expect you to be so insightful. <laughs> uh, and or you like keys. <laughs> I haven't told you this before. I swallow keys because I love the feeling of pooping them out. <laughs> it's very sexual. God. <laughs> it's called key play. Key latio. Key latio. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Excellent. Yeah. I, yeah, I shouldn't. Maybe that's my brain being like, yo, don't like instead of I'm worried about my perception. Maybe my brain is being like, don't trust your perception of reality. Maybe it's trying to send me a message or something. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, I told you I had just recently been like coming out of my like deep depression. So, yeah, not trusting my own feelings and thoughts. Yeah, or whether you can, or whether you can trust that things are better. Yeah, like like you're still asleep. Yeah. Oh and yeah, you, it's and fine. you don't know it. It's actually fine. Like I think I'm awake and going to work and worried about that, but I'm actually asleep. So like I'm stressed about things, but they're actually fine. Yeah. Oh, that actually is helpful. Is it? Yeah. Okay, great. I haven't thought about it. I was just like, I did have another dream after that where I like kept waking up in my dream. And it's really fucking annoying because it fucks you up. But that's neither here nor there. I had a dream recently that I was eating my own teeth. <laughs> There's something, what is teeth? Oh, when your teeth are shaking in your dream, I think it means you're pregnant. So yeah, congratulations. Great. Let's have a gender reveal party in five years because you got to wait till the kid is born before you know their gender. It's a boy, probably. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, probably <laughs> likely. But you don't know. Um, do you want to do any more listener ones? Yeah, one really, you really want to get to? Well, okay. We'll end with a joke one. This person thinks they're being funny, <laughs> and they kind of are. Okay. I have a recurring dream where I'm on a train heading into a tunnel. The train is full of nothing but Navy seamen. <laughs> I'm on all fours in the caboose, and I'm intensely <laughs> sucking on the business end of a big fat cigar. <laughs> The train goes partially into the tunnel, then backs out again, then back in and back out again. It does this repeatedly. I have no idea what the dream could mean. Oh, yeah. The name of the train is the Queen of Rosé. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I really don't think that has anything sexual about it. So I don't think that fits with our topic. Sometimes I, a train is just a train. I think you listen to our episode about Amtrak deaths. <laughs> episode 70. <laughs> and you're just worried about that. You're worried. And that's why you don't want to go into the tunnel of darkness. Because you might die. So I would say to that person, avoid all public transportation. Do you want to take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. <laughs> to fall asleep. I'm going to drink something. Else. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It sure is. Hey, Mike. Hey, Kyle. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Okay, we talked about this the last time we recorded an ad, and I said I thought I would do cooking. 
Uh-huh. I actually did. I talked to my therapist and she was like, what would you do for an extra hour? And I said I would cook. And so I did. And this weekend on Saturday, I made a recipe I'd never made before. It was French onion mac and cheese, and it was delicious. Well, if you want to improve your mental health, be a podcaster and record an ad about mental health. Yeah. <laughs> if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash gayish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash gayish. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash gayish. French onion mac and cheese, that's what makes me happy. Yum. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Do you remember when Prep came out and it was a game changer? Oh my God, biggest news. We were all excited to get our hands on it. Well, it's happening again. (laughs) It is. Imagine a world where STIs are no more. Doxypep is what we're talking about, everybody. You can get Doxypep from Shameless Care, and Doxypep has been proven to be up to 90% effective at stopping STIs like chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. It's just like PrEP was for HIV, but now for all of those other things too. And where can you get this? You can get it from Shameless Care as a top telemedicine provider with board certified physicians across 50 states. They have a mission of making DoxyPep accessible and affordable. Answer some medical questions on the website and one of their physicians will prescribe DoxyPep to you. Viola is shipped straight to your door in discreet (laughs) packaging. And DoxyPep at Shameless Care is crazy affordable, just $109 a year. That covers the online evaluation, the medication, and the shipping. So if you're ready to rewrite your story and discover the joy of carefree intimacy, visit shamelesscare.com slash gayish to take control of your sexual health. That is shamelesscare.com slash gayish. Your liberation is waiting. Be sure to use lube. Robert Owens wrote in and said, so this dream may have been one of the first things that clued me into my sexuality. When I was a kid, around seven to 10 years old, I used to have this recurring dream that I was living in the jungle with Tarzan. I was a big fan of the Disney movie Tarzan when I was a kid. I'm 24, don't hate me for my youth. And the dreams would always involve me exploring the jungle on my own when I would get attacked by a group of monkeys, just like Jane in the movie. Tarzan would then come and save me and hold me in his arms. I'd always wake up feeling super excited, and I used to love having those Tarzan dreams as a kid. I think the loincloths had a lot to do with the excitement. (laughs) Anyways, how did I not realize I was gay as shit until I was 20? Love the pod. Keep it up. P.S. My sides still ache from Mike's bunny comments about Easter. Jesus fucking Christ. In, in, in all caps, I know you don't know me, but you're both my friends. Oh, Robbie. That's true. Um, <laughs> I Yeah, I have lots of friends that don't know that I'm their friend. Um, that's really interesting because we've been saying like, no, 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 it's not about it's not about being gay. It doesn't mean that. But like it can't it could, you yeah. know, like we didn't like, yes, it could. If you wake up and you're like, man, I really liked being in Tarzan's arms. That was fun. I want to do that. Like, you know, maybe it it does mean you're gay. So it probably doesn't if you have a sex dream, but it might. I think gay, okay, or whatever that guy said. Never mind. What? Do you remember that? No. Oh. (laughs) It's like, hello, hot dog gay is okay or something. Like weird like that. I forget that. Um... If, If you, after hearing this, want to i mean we can't read it on the air obviously but 
you want to go into our Facebook group and post your own dream on the thread, facebook.com slash groups slash gayish podcast. And maybe Mike and I, or maybe with our listeners' help, we'll try to interpret them. Yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised at how many people responded and how quickly we they gave responded. Maybe this minimal, is a regular segment. Yeah, maybe. that We gave... Yeah, if y'all like this, let us know so we can keep incorporating your things you like into it. Are we back? We're back. <laughs> We're back. Uh, do you want to do our gays and straightest? Let's do our gays and straightest. Oh, but first. But first. Our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our all the social media stuff is at gayishpodcast, including Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Facebook groups, and we have Facebook group at slash groups slash gayish podcast. There's not that whole section. I need to figure out a good way to say that because I'm real bad at it. Okay. Our hotline is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. Send us a text message. Leave us a voicemail. Blah, 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 blah. Our email is blah, blah, <laughs> blah, blah, <laughs> gayishpodcast at gmail.com. Bob blah blah's blah blog. Bob blah blah's blah blog. There was another one that it kept it anyway. Arrested Development. It's funny. Watch that. Um, gayest and straightest. Oh wait. Oh wait. Before we do our gayest and straightest. Uh huh. I've been contemplating this. I wonder if I tell the podcast audience about my diet and exercise goals. <gasps> if that would provide the accountability that I need in my life to do it. Oh, shit. Well, on My Favorite Murder, they do this cool thing where it's like a yoga challenge. It doesn't have to be yoga. Fuck yoga. Yoga's boring. <laughs> Just because you pretend you're a tree doesn't make you <laughs> spiritual. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, there's a breeze. Um, but, like, they, they do, the point is, you know, it's like a challenge of, like, hey, everyone, try to do this at least one time this week, and everyone posts in the group if they did it or not. So yeah. it could do like something that I'm not going to participate because I'm not going to exercise. But you could do like what, like what, maybe just like an ex, like one goal for the week, post it, and by the next episode, and let us know if y'all did it too, and that can be like a accountability thing. Yeah, I'm down. What do you? What do you, do you have a goal? Um, so it's always something, right? Like first it was I was going to wait until after my birthday and then it was I was going to wait mm. until I got this job thing figured out and then it was going to be next week I'm in San Francisco all week for work mm-hmm. and uh, then holidays and, and that's, then it's the holidays yeah. and blah 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 so I'm not exactly sure what I want to do but I do want to get back on keto cuz that was working for me yeah. and 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 drop some weight again but and, like what's the goal like a uh, goal during the week like by the time the next episode airs, that is reasonable. Oh. Um, How about, like, do some form of exercise for 30 minutes once? Oh. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> because, I mean, I feel like people can make it into too big of a thing, and then it's just like, if you're like, I want to drop 500 pounds or whatever, I mean, I say that because I know you were going to pick something unreasonable for your because your expectations are too high, but... <laughs> Just wow! I just said a bunch of stuff real quick. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not going to mm-hmm. go into that, but yeah, like so. If you want to do that too, maybe just you know we'll start a thread or something in our group if we're on top of things, and just post like what what you plan to do, and then the next week let us know if you did that. That's cool, right? I think what I want to do. Oh, are you changing the name of the game? Yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. Okay, I I I I, I do that, and you're right. 
but I also think it would be fun to have like a 2019 gayish weight loss challenge. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Why don't we like gear up to that by just doing a few things and maybe in our hundredth episode, yep. which is our Q and a episode, maybe we can like kind of do an actual bigger thing. Yeah. I love that. So this week, at least, like, try to do a thing. Let us know what the thing is, and if you do it, and then we'll we'll all start thinking about our 2019 goals, and we'll talk about them in like Q and A episode. And my small goal, because it just came to me, mm-hmm. while I'm in San Francisco, my hotel is half a mile from work, and I'm just I'm not gonna Uber. Oh, I'm gonna walk to and from work every day. To and fro, um, that's a good goal. Yeah. Okie doke. Also, 100th episode, speaking of, send in your questions. Um, we have a lot of great questions, and it's a challenge because we're going to pick the best one. So, you know, if you got picked, you're great. Um, I would like nothing more than to A, your cues. <laughs> Put your cue inside of my A. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm really excited about that. I'm Apparently, people like knowing stuff about us. That I, I always am just like, eh, that's stupid. Oh, let's just move past that. But like, I guess people want to know about us or something. Apparently, people think we're, that we're their friends. We're their friends. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it's funny because you've said you only listen to this podcast. So you're like, oh, I'm their friend. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Anyway, uh, yeah, send in your questions. Please do. Please do. Uh, the weirder, the better. The That's true. Uh, do you want to do gayest and straightest? Let's do our gayest and straightest. I'll go first. I haven't gone first in a while. Yeah. So the gayest thing about me this week, uh, a listener sent me mm. underwear, and I know that <laughs> I clapped like a little girl when I opened the package. Wait, with your ass? How do you clap with your ass? Oh my god! Do you not know about this? I have so ass af- clapping like you like. Uh, oh, we'll look at videos later. <laughs> It's it's not like when your ass hits the pelvic bone of the dude that's fucking you. <laughs> no. I mean, I think that's a thing, too. But this is like on the dance floor where you can make your booty clap. It's like twerking, but better. But but it makes sound. But it supports whoever's performing at the time. Great. Okay. Um, which is that's like, that's really cool that someone sent you something. And he's hot. I don't have. Are you? Do you want to keep that in? Do you want to let him know? He knows I think he's hot. Okay, okay. Um, I haven't gotten underwear, but that's fine. Yeah? Um, Great. Uh, <laughs> and then the straightest thing about me this week, I have been thinking a lot about like my diet and exercise life and huh. getting it together. And I have a job now. And like, I'm doing really well, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm, at, like, I'm like, a, like a Mike Johnson 7. Oh, great. Th- Out of? 10. Okay. W- but I think that's like a normal person 5, probably. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So there is a there's a fitness center at my building oh, no way. where I work, and so I asked if I could take a tour of it before signing up for it. And I went downstairs, and the straightest thing about me this week <laughs> is is I I just I just said, yeah, you don't have a squat rack that doesn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> right? Um, but I mean, you can use that like <laughs> on off like you can use that sometimes, right? Or you do squats every time. Um, like most of the time. Wow. That's why I have a giant ass. <laughs> I get mine from my mama. Um, but you can, like, you could use that on occasion if you don't want to, like, go all the way to something else. That's true, but I have to pay for it. Oh, gotcha. Anyway. Um, my gayest thing is, do you remember when I talked about Jack? Yeah. He's my boyfriend. Your boyfriend, Jack. Who is your boyfriend? He's my boyfriend. Um, and he watched Real Housewives 
Okay, which one? There's like eight of them now or whatever. You know, one of the ones, they, there were like a lot of women in it and yeah. they were housewives and they argued. So okay. that one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't yeah, remember. Right. And I was like, oh, I watched it and it was like so stupid, but I like, their problems are so whatever. Okay. We started watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay. And girl, <laughs> shit changed. <laughs> I was like, first I started liking Lisa Renna. And then as the more seasons went on, I was like, Oh my God, she's a manipulator. Like, she's just thinks she can apologize for whatever she said. Lisa Vanderbilt is just an adorable British bitch. And my favorite person, not because of the obvious reason, but is uh, Kyle. She's a lady named Kyle. <sighs> I just gated up so hard. <laughs> Yeah. You know no, 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 no. I, I, I think that the gayest thing about me next week is going to be that I made it through that. <laughs> <laughs> there were just, yeah, I, and I'm really, and I was like, I started watching the reunion and I had watched the other things reunion and I was like, this is so fucking dumb and whatever. And I can't believe I'm even doing this. And this time I was like, this is so fucking dumb and I can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole thing with the bunny, which I, I'm like a seat. I have not the watched bunny. the bunny. Do oh, I want to know about this? No, it's too much for me to explain. Okay. Someone returned a gift. Someone gave, but let me tell you about it. Okay. <laughs> someone gave someone back a gift that she had given them on the reunion special right after they had made up and were friends. And then she was like, that's a dick move. And now they're not friends. Okay, listeners, if you know what Kyle's talking about and care, please talk to him so I don't have to. <laughs> Fair. Maybe the entire point of this is so you don't have to deal with these specific things. Um, the straightest thing about me, which I told you I was going to use right when it happened before this, is one of my friends is getting engaged, which is super awesome. Yep. Uh, she sent over a ring, which is... Uh, a picture of the ring. Oh, she didn't send me her ring, no. <laughs> yeah, she sent a picture of a ring, and it's uh, different. It's blue and it's not like your your normal just diamond ring. And you asked whether it was sapphire or diamond. Mm-hmm. And I don't it it's blue <laughs> and it looks kind of shiny. I don't. I am not good at the whole ring. Like I don't know. There's a half circle on it's like goldish. Yeah. And there's like it goes around her finger. Yeah, like rings do. Like rings, like some <laughs> rings do. There was no pop on it, so that's unique. Um, so. Not a ring guy. <laughs> or jewelry of any kind, really. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> That's it. A special thank you, as always, to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music. And thanks to Freud, who had lots of opinions that mostly involved your penis and your mom. Thank you to Sonic Fox for being just a fucking oh, badass. yeah, he wins. And, you know, thanks to you for being... Spe- not you, Mike. Oh, you're looking at me. <laughs> oh, I'm always looking at you. <laughs> thanks to you, dear listener, and not Mike. No, thanks to you too, Mike. You do this every week with me and bounce around when I'm like, I can't do this today. Um, thank you, Mike. And also, all the listeners for listening. Uh, we really appreciate you. We appreciate when you write in. We appreciate when you're in the group. We appreciate talking to you. We appreciate your dreams. We appreciate your dreams, both sleep-wise and future goals. This has been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. See you next week. Back it up and hear me as I will sing. Hey, and by the way.
birds bring. I'll take your leg off and give it to me. <laughs> Robot grandma, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh shit, it got dark. Yeah, it did.